Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in February the 28th, 2021. I have had a rubbish week in terms of work. I injured my foot last weekend, so I've been having to keep my feet up. Turns out that using a standing desk while having an injured foot doesn't exactly work. And because I've been in a lot of pain this week, it's actually been a real struggle to get stuff written. I had about 1,500 words to Dawn of Assassins. And I did get the story of the little thief back from the editor. So that is now proofread and ready to go. So I will be sending that out to my newsletter this weekend. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter, if you go on to the show notes for this episode, you'll be able to have access to loads of short stories and free stuff and find out about all the latest releases. So I'd recommend you do that. Or if you're driving, just go to johncronshaw.com and fill out the form there. I did watch a few films this week. I watched a couple on Disney+, Plus. one called Onward, which was a Pixar film, kind of fantasy. I didn't think this was very good. Felt like it was very weak in terms of storyline. I also watched a film called Soul, which is another Pixar one. This I thought was really good, really enjoyed that. Reminded me quite a bit of Inside Out, which is another Pixar one that I really like, so that was good. And I also watched a film with my wife for the first time. Never watched it before. Dirty Dancing. So this is from the 80s with Patrick Swayze. It was absolutely fine. Wasn't a bad film. Wasn't a great film. It was entertaining. And it has opened up a world of references that I didn't get before. One thing I did do this week was I did what's known as an impromptu speech for my speakers club. So what this meant was I had 15 minutes notice of a title and then I had to do a speech with very little preparation. And so that was quite challenging, but I think I handled it well enough. So I'll put that at the end of this podcast. So in terms of reading, I'm still on with Dance of Blades by David Delgleish. Really enjoying that book. I'm also reading a book called Ted's Guide to Public Speaking, which is basically the guy who runs TED Talks, telling you how to do public speaking. So that's another good one. So next week then, my foot is on the mend. It feels a lot better than it did earlier in the week. Don't know what I did to it. I basically stood on my dog and then my foot really hurt. I thought for a day or so that it might have broken something, but I think it's just muscle or nerves or something jolted at the bottom of my foot. So it really hurt every time I put my foot down, which hasn't helped as well with my productivity this week just because of not going out, doing my usual walks every day. This meant that I've not been sleeping properly, not been as tired So that's just had the knock-on effect of affecting my writing and everything because I need a good night's sleep. So next week, I just hope that everything is better, that I get a good night's sleep and that I can just carry on writing Dawn of Assassins. So until next time, cheerio. My title for this evening is The Times They Are Changing. I've mentioned before that I grew up in Wolverhampton on an estate called the Scotlands, which was quite a rough estate. And most of the people I grew up with ended up in prison, ended up on heroin. There was a kind of thing that people used to say around me was, you know, there's, there's only two ways out of the Scotlands, and that's either boxing or education. Now, I'm not the best fighter, I'll be honest. But I did follow the educational route. I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the brightest. But... I had a chip on my shoulder that I was just going to get out of Wolverhampton as quick as I could. And that's what I did. So I went to university, I went to Keele University, so just off the M6 near Stoke-on-Trent. 
and uh, I followed that. I, I did my degree. I went to Leeds University, did a master's degree, did a PhD. And when I got to the end of it, it was a bit of a letdown, an anticlimax. It was like I'd followed this thing and, and for all my life I've been convinced, right, education, education, it's all I need. Once I get to the end of that, then there's going to be something magical just at the end. And of course that didn't come. But what I did do was, was all the while I was doing this education stuff, I was, I was building up my skills. So I did writing, I ran a magazine, I ran club nights where I DJ, I even DJed some weddings, uh, I ran my own eBay business selling rare records. So I learned a lot about sales and marketing, and I also learned a lot about history and art and philosophy, which is all coming to what I do now as a writer, and that led me on to doing journalism and things like that. It's weird, it's, it's not the... The letters after your name, you know, the PhDs, the MAs, or anything like that that inspire me. You know, I was convinced by that growing up, but someone like, there's a, there's a guy called Jack and Draker. He's an inventor, and he's completely self-taught. At 13, he turned his Nintendo DS into a phone, because his mum wouldn't let him get a phone. So he built one and called her and says, hey mum, <laughs> I've got a phone. At 15, this same kid invented a laser that would detect whether a mole was cancerous or not. This kid was 15. He didn't go through the formal education. He didn't go through the university system. Didn't go through the kind of handed down, top down thing that we've got. He learned what he knows from things like YouTube, from watching online lectures and listening to podcasts and reading articles. I've mentioned before, my son, he's, he's eight years old. And at the moment, we're still in the COVID lockdown. He's been homeschooled. And what they're sending him are the most tedious, boring, awful lessons you can possibly imagine. And they've, they've literally spent the last week teaching him about anglerfish. And he had to write paragraphs about what an anglerfish eats today. That was his task. And, uh, you know, he had to make sure he used adverbs and things like that. And I don't know, the, the, way, the way things are taught, I don't know, I think this lockdown has shown that there's kind of cracks in that system. For me, it was about the education. It was about, okay, you're going to university, this is how you're going to get out of this place. And I don't know if I can, in good faith, encourage my son to do the same thing. In our entire history, we've never had access to so much knowledge. You know, online there's, there's thousands of courses, thousands of lectures. There's just so many opportunities for building skills I know that there's going to be a place for it with certain professions and things like that, but I think that the education system, it needs to change. It's going to change. I was thinking about how much it costs now to do a degree, how much debt you get in. You know, for that price, you could set up maybe a few hundred internet businesses. You could probably buy a few thousand premium courses online. I mean, gosh, you could even travel the world. I think in the future, and I think this is what I'm going to encourage with my son, you know, we've got this opportunity for people to kind of carve their own paths, their own ways of educating themselves. So, you know, this might be, I want to learn this skill, this skill, this skill, and I'm going to spend the next three months just focusing on this one thing, getting really good at it, moving on to the next thing. And I think if lots of people do this, lots of people are driven to not follow in this kind of traditional path, I think we might be on the verge of 
a golden age, maybe a new renaissance. Thank you.